Welcome to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> guys We Fucked. Guys We Fucked. I'm Christina. I'm Corinne. We're sorry, sorry about, about last night. night. The anti slut shaming podcast. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Guys We Fucked. The anti-slut shaming podcast. We are your co-hosts, Corinne. And Christina. How was your turkey day, you guys? All of you? (laughs) Yeah, I'm asking you. Yeah, you in the car. Yeah, you at work. Don't tell your boss you're listening to this. He or she will be real pissed. <laughs> Maybe they'll. That's how you're gonna spend the company money. Maybe yeah. they'll be excited. Educated Maybe they'll be excited. Maybe well, a cool yeah. boss would like that you are listening to this. Yeah. Instead of, uh, well, like if you're a doctor, your boss would be like, "Hey, you should go operate on that patient real quick. Stop listening to this great podcast that's really funny with these two charming broads." Wow. How was your week? Um, I- I'm very tired. <laughs> hope you don't have mono i hope you don't have mono same but i don't have health insurance so the plan is you go get a get checked and you just tell me i mean i have obamacare it barely it barely counts as health insurance i had obamacare and then i was like oh i can't make any of the payments so buy obamacare aren't you gonna get fined Um, that's the deal yeah but not a lot how much you get fined well, I don't know. I just feel like if you're going to get fined, why not just shout the extra $20 and get the health insurance? 20 but I didn't find anything that cheap. It's like it's like $40. It's really cheap. I mean, that's why oh. mine's so shitty because I have the cheapest one. Oh, well, we'll see. Anyway, how? so you're good? You're Except for not feeling well? Uh, no, I mean, I'm not good, but I'm excited for this episode. Yeah, me too. <laughs> this is going to be a really special one. This is a special one. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but this is the 52nd episode of Guys We Fucked. We made it an a entire year. year. Oh it's, my god. It's so weird because it's it doesn't seem that long. Oh, it seems that long to me. <laughs> this has become my life. Well, it doesn't seem that long to me. Like it seems like we've been do I don't know. It seems like it's only been th- 6 months. I feel like I am the guys we fucked girl. That is all I am. Yeah, you say I have that. no other purpose in this life. Well, uh, yeah, but also if you if you fuck comics, they that's they're going to know your credits. Well, I know and but that's your big credit. I um I uh I stopped fucking most comics though. You did? Yeah. Most comics? You stopped fucking I, most I, comics? I, I, yeah, well that's the main thing of the of uh, the podcast. I stopped having a, sex with a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, but you're still putting getting it in? Not really. No. You're no. too tired because you have mono. <laughs> <laughs> I have no sex Get checked, drive. kids. Really? No. I haven't had, you know what, the past couple weeks I've, it's been low, but I've been like crazy, weirdly depressed over, I think the weather, but I don't know. But the weather's not even that bad is the thing. Well, it's not bad the past two days. And that's why I think it's the weather because yesterday it was warm. It was actually 60. I think it's making me so tired. Like I I feel like there's not oxygen going to my brain. The cold makes me tired, but it was, I was so happy that it was warm out yesterday Mm -hmm. that I like almost cried tears of joy. Like that's, the weather just affects me. Mm. it affects my sex drive and it well, it affects because if you're depressed you don't really want to have sex right you know what i'm saying have you ever had depressed sex um yeah i mean yeah at the end of every relationship oh <laughs> well that's bre- well breakup sex is no different. it's like depressing because you don't like don't really like the person anymore uh, and uh yeah. then you're just having sex with them because you like having sex and then you're right. like this is fucking depressing i feel no connection to this person oh yeah that's why i don't like one night stands uh oh i mean i don't for that reason yeah i I feel like there should be kind of a connection there should be i mean it could just be something like a i mean a connection can be just sexual yeah that's true but when was the last time you had sex 
the Tuesday before Halloween. Oh, that was a while ago. Okay. Yeah. It, are you going crazy? Not at all. Is fluid building up in your balls and you just want to like no. choke somebody? No, like a little, I actually was um, telling my friend last night, I was like, I feel like it's been so long that I should have wanted to masturbate and I've planned some nights. So I'm like, oh, okay, I should just yeah. masturbate tonight. I was like, maybe we'll, having an orgasm will make me feel better. And then I just go to do it. And I'm just like, I'm nah. not into this at all. Yeah. Like not. I love those nights where it's so funny because I kind of have mm. to plan in masturbating because you can't do it a lot, especially when you live with people and you live with your boyfriend. Like, obviously you're not going to masturbate when he's around right that's weird right but uh yeah those nights where you're like oh i'm gonna come home everyone's gonna i know everyone's gonna be asleep time to charge up that vibrator well i used to have myself a good old time (laughs) i used to do that in college a lot i would plan like masturbation weekends when my roommate went away yeah i would lock the door put i had a huge computer (laughs) screen i would put on porn kick my legs up in the air i would get naked turn the heat heat up up. and you get naked yeah yeah yeah. i remember you telling me that god that was so fun that's hilarious i don't i never masturbated in my college, well, my first year I went to Penn State. I never, I don't think I ever, did I ever masturbate? Well, I just learned in how college? to do it. So it was like my new trick. Yeah, but I like loved, whenever, ever since I discovered it at a very young age, I was like, this is my thing. Does everybody else know about yeah, this? Yeah. No, I knew it was a thing, but I never <laughs> did it until I was, I never did it until I was like 17, 18 in college. So does it, can you, so masturbating, you can masturbate and you actually feel like more sad afterwards? No, I don't feel or more sad. You just don't. You're just not in the mood. I just, I, I just never get to the masturbation. Like I can't even like get wet. Uh, so. Do you watch porn? No, you don't really watch porn. Um, I mean, sometimes I do. Usually, if I'm going to masturbate, um, some I no, I mean, sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. It depends what's going on in my life. If I have enough, me- I I usually like to go by memories. Hmm. I don't know. I don't like Man. porn. Gets boring after a while. I get bored. There's so much porn out there, though. I know. Kind of all the same, though. Some of them involve uh, it's a dick clamps and insects and uh, food and animals and dicks going dicks going in a vagina. Yeah, but there's a lot of ways to do I it. I don't like a lot of frills in my porn either. I don't like food or animals. Involved. I don't definitely like, no animals. I don't like. Oh no, I don't like plot lines. That uh-huh. pisses me off. Yeah, no, it's I like, know. Come on, we all know what we're here for. Just Start get fucking. to the boning. Yeah, it's very annoying when they're trying to like because they're like they're like you know that like woman the porn that they make. Office. I'm like I don't want woman porn. I want porn porn. There's a reason why porn is not woman porn it's just mm. porn well po- yeah porn is porn is porn but a lot I mean, of porn want- doesn't show it only shows the woman so it's like well that's what we're used to so i guess i'm just gonna masturbate with this chick all right i don't want bi- i mean i don't want bitches getting abused and stuff but oh no i hope no one <laughs> wants that i mean some people definitely unless do. it's like a fantasy thing and everyone's okay with it and we're all cool <laughs> and we can enjoy it enough to come um okay well so this episode i'm excited for this because mm-hmm. this is this episode is just gonna be you and i well i feel like it's good because it's, sometimes you just need to sit down and like reflect lo- yeah well reflect and like when i was when we were going through it and like really talking about like what we learned this year i was like holy shit we, we learned, learned a lot we grew a lot as people i know right yeah and i got to get to know you way more mm-hmm. because yeah. when you have to you know, I was going to say, we have to force yourself to talk to someone for an hour a week. But when you have right. those conversations, it's you learn more about the person than you would if you and didn't have And that's crazy because we have talked a so lot much. before <laughs> this. Yeah, but it's usually about like surface stuff. Mm. You know, uh, kind of. Yeah. Not all the time. We also get drunk and then have very deep conversations yeah, sometimes. Yeah, we do. Yeah. I'm so fun. So glad we met each other. It's so good. Well, there are some people who are great to talk to when you're drunk, and there are some people who I want to stab. You're a good drunk talk. You're a good drunk talk too. Yeah. What well, I, I learned one thing I learned this year is that I'm a, a better person drunk. Than I am. <laughs> I'm a I'm a no, charmer. You're 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 very charming when you're sober, but there's this there's this unassuming sweetness that comes out right that when you're drunk 
joke that is so out of character that it's just it's delightful because it's out of character well it's so funny i was thinking about that and i was like you know how a lot of people it's more common to get angry when you get drunk and that's kind of like the real you coming out and i was just like see i was like that's very vulnerable of me because the real me deep down is very sweet but it's don't tell anybody covered by this i'm like magic shell shell. you know like the chocolate that you tap with with a spoon and it cracks oh yeah oh yeah yeah, and they have like little candies in it well i mean it is candy yourself i just really wanted to compare myself to an ice cream product oh (laughs) really yeah that's good i love magic show okay (laughs) um so yeah so this episode is gonna be corinne and i and we're gonna we're gonna get into it we're gonna read some emails that we haven't read we get so many great emails i learn from all the emails that we get we read every single one of them yeah we don't respond every single one of them because we don't have time but uh i they teach me a lot i like when people email us some people have crazy fucking stories right and they make me laugh so hard like yeah. i'll be i'll be in the grocery store and i'll get like my phone will vibrate and i'll get an email and be like oh wait and i'll stop what i'm doing steven will get so pissed he's like would you read another email again i'm like yes hold on one second i have to read it right now it's exciting yeah. but it's so exciting and i also like when people email us when they disagree with us i think that's really that's important to to hear and yeah to or read. just to share something to get it off your chest i think there's something very especially for me like uh, it's very, something very therapeutic about just writing out your story or your problem and sending it kind of out into yeah. the universe. It's very much that post-secret mentality yep. to just like get it out of your system and to know that someone else read it and whether or not we read it on the show, uh, I think it's super helpful. Like this yeah. can you know, it can seem concept that's why you would write in a diary or anything like that. So this episode is very much, uh, you know, it's going to be Christina and I kind of being like, what the fuck did we learn from this thing? that has totally changed our lives and then in addition a big thank you to all the fuckers out there because this show would not be anything near what it has become without you and yeah we can't thank you enough really we love you and then also every time we get interviewed by the press we talk about the, the press. It's like every day it's like every other day it's like so annoying they're like christina the new york times really wants to know we're like guys i gotta give me some. um no but every time we have the interview i always i always end up at that point of of we started out wanting to talk about sex and wanting to be funny mm-hmm. those were our main goals mm-hmm. funny and talk about the shit right and then the people who listened to it connected in a way that we didn't think we didn't predict it's not that i didn't think it was possible i just didn't even think of it so it's, just it's wanted to laugh you know and it's and i think the best things are things that kind of become something that you never dreamed that they would become and i know we're getting very sentimental now Super. but i mean r- this podcast has really it's it's i mean you, you guys have no idea it's it's changed our lives and it's yeah. changed our careers um and mostly everything is better. Some things are horribly worse. A lot but. of things are really better. <laughs> yeah. So, but my personal life is horribly worse, but everything else is great. <laughs> so that's fine. No, but the point that I was going to say, the point I always end up on is everybody listened to this podcast, saw something in it that we didn't really see or, or intended to make happen. And then they made it something bigger. I feel like we should that's sing something from ever. Gypsy now. Oh, I don't know any of those songs. <laughs> what are those songs? I mean, it would be, you got to have a gimmick, but that's not. And the, I don't. <laughs> Wait, I feel like it's like I had a dream, Mama. Oh. I dreamed oh, about <laughs> you. Oh, that's no, incestual. Gyps- no, 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 no. It's like a Mama, as in like it's hey, a, mommy. like a stage. It's like a stage mom, and then she and she has two daughters, and she really thinks the one is going to make it, but then the, the other one is the one that turns out to be the true star. Oh shit! You know that's some fucked up shit. That's some drums. It's a great musical. One of my favorites, really. <laughs> 
So yeah, so we're going to start this episode off by reading uh, some of your emails that we haven't gotten a chance to read yet. And then we're going to talk about stuff we learned, stuff we're thankful for. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so and also a heads up, we're going to be, we have... we're going to be releasing. Yeah. You told me this. We're going to be releasing, uh, asking you guys for money at some point in the yeah. future. So we're going to do a Indiegogo campaign. Yeah. We haven't done it yet, but we're Corinne and I had a lot of fun, uh, coming up with the prize. You have to do different prize levels for different increments. Of money. Yeah. And we are agreeing to do some things for money that we should not agree. I mean, don't get excited. Like we we're going to be giving out blowies or anything, oh, no, but that's, that's, elite. that's, that's illegal. That's illegal. Um, and also I don't want to, but not illegal in Nevada, <laughs> um, or in Las Vegas. Uh, but yeah, we're, <laughs> I think they're really fun. We have a lot of prizes and it's also just like, you know, we're not, we know we're, we're poor. You're poor. We're all poor together. Maybe some of you guys and, who are listening aren't poor. Yeah. Um, but it's just because, you know, as you know, we had to leave our producers, um, and you know, we just want to make the podcast better. And the whole thing is like in, you know, making this, making sure we grow in the new year Yeah, and, uh, making we, every episode better than the next. We just need some stuff and we need some more ways to connect with you. And for that, we need a little bell money um and we don't want to be like this episode was brought to you by stamps.com yay do you ever hate the post office and we never want to that kills the funny yeah (laughs) and we never want to um charge you per episode which we just never do so um yeah we'll bother you one time you know the in the year and then you you won't hear about it again because i fucking hate asking for money it makes me feel so uncomfortable oh i'm such not a money person oh my god i went like a week once without food in college because i had too much pride i didn't want to ask my dad for 20 bucks i just i, I don't <laughs> i i don't deal with i don't like dealing with money um and my mom's like at home listening now and she's like yeah you don't deal with it. Right, you dude you're better it. with money than me <laughs> yeah that's not that says a lot about <laughs> both of us (laughs) (laughs) did anybody else uh take out the netflix and put all the bills at the bottom of their closet never to be opened again no (laughs) student loans anybody okay all right let's get into our last episode of the year our year our year not the new year so beautiful What a treat! <laughs> um, it's fine. It's funny to how you can be one's biggest fan, but also hate them the most. I, I, I'm like this. I'm like Selena's fan club president. Selena Gomez? No. <laughs> Oh, no. oh, and then she shot Selena the no, movie. Selena, Selena. Yeah. The Selena. Selena. Yeah. Played by Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> okay. Um, so we're going to read some emails now. Uh, this one is from fucker Kayla. Uh, so I met this guy on Tinder two months ago, just kind of wanting a fun hookup thing and to meet new people. He's 27 and has two kids, four and two years old. I'm 22 and knew that from the beginning, uh, but didn't really think it would progress to anything other than just sex. Now, two months in, I'm starting to really like him and see a future with him. I have not met his kids, but he did tell me he told his ex about me. So in my head, that means he's starting to feel serious about me. My question is this. Is dating a guy with kids too much baggage for a 22-year-old to handle? I really try and not look at it as baggage and try and just date him for who he is and not his previous life decisions. 
Um, <laughs> should I read the rest of this? Yeah, yeah. Um, he's the first guy I've uh, seen since my ex that I actually feel like I could go somewhere. And the sex at first was not too great, but each time gets more intense and more amazing. Okay, that's great. I don't know that's if that's good. because I'm starting to really fall for him or he's just getting more comfortable in the sack. I don't want to be his kid's new baby mama, but I also don't want to stop seeing him. I don't mind that he has kids. And I also wouldn't mind being the cool girl their dad is dating, but I don't want the responsibility of being a mom. Do you think it's possible to have that happy medium when dealing with a guy with kids? Have either of you ever seen someone with kids? Um, also, uh, how do I know when it's a good time to have the let's get serious talk? I feel like I'm playing in a whole new ball field with this guy. Uh, please let me know your advice. Also, I think it would be really cool if you guys had a single dad on the podcast. Oh, I know oh. one. Oh, you um, do? Derek cool. Boyk. Um, oh, yeah. It would be interesting to see what he thinks about dating and if dating rules change once there's uh, kids in the picture. Love you bitches tons. Keep up the awesome podcast. Well, number one, thank you for reminding us about Derek. He's a wonderful person and we'll yeah. ask him on. Um, and then um, there's, I feel like, I mean, I don't know uh, what your opinion on this is, Christina, but number one, if That's you feel thoughts. like, if you feel like something, um, it's going to be baggage. It's definitely going to be baggage. And that's a personal choice. Yeah. If you feel like it's a hurdle. Yeah. But you don't also. Okay. I, I have a few thoughts. Yeah. One is my mother met my dad when she was 18. He was 27, uh-huh. 26. He already had two kids, two grown uh-huh. kids. Uh-huh. She obviously didn't have kids at the time. Right. And she, these are, these, this is the feedback that she's always kind of provided me. She's always said, if you can meet somebody without kids, it's kind of nice because when you do have kids, it's more special and they're going through it the first time and you're going exactly. through it the first time. And mm-hmm. it's this new experience that's, it's bonding in a way that's specific to the two of you having kids for the first time. That's what right. she said. But she loved my dad's two children prior to this marriage mm-hmm. and she care- she's very maternal she's very motherly she right. pretty much came out of the womb and was like can't wait to have kids and be a mom right she's a really motherly woman so she liked it she didn't mind it but it, it sounds like you are a little hesitant and 22 is young my mom was 18 so that's young too and it's also, it was also a different time a long time ago yeah. where people got married when they were 18 a lot mm-hmm. uh so if you feel like it's going to be a hurdle but the other thing is uh you don't have to be the mom to these kids. They have a mom. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the thing, the main thing. These kids have a mom already. And unfortunately, in this situation, it is a little bit different because you're dating the dad. Like, if someone was dating, the, if a guy came to us and said, I'm dating the mom, just... You're that kid's dad. It's, yeah, it's going to be... A, you're going to have a lot more presence, uh, I'm guessing, just because of the way things are, that I'm guessing that the kids live with the mom. Um, and so the dad just has... Uh, just visits maybe on the weekends, whatever it is. He has visits it's with the or kids custody, or even partial week. custody you know something like that uh so it's not going to be as big of a thing for you um but yeah so don't feel like you have to be their mom certainly if you're around them you need to act as a role model and not be doing shitty things like Let's drinking do lines of blow on your mirror Susie. or acting sexually inappropriate towards uh your boyfriend in front of the kids in front of the kids you really need to tone don't, it like, down tug on his ween Right, kids are in the room. Um, I don't think you would do that, though. You seem like yeah, you seem like a cool thing. I mean, (laughs) but yeah, I mean, I just I I I, you know I would keep it. I would. I I don't know. I say see. I say continue and see how it goes. Yeah, see how it goes. It's been only only been two months. I know you feel like you like him, but I'm sure he'll do something shitty. I don't think you should give advice when. That's. I mean, come on. That's pretty realistic. Good advice. 
he, he might be shitty of course yeah, I, everyone I, might how be many shitty. excellent people have i seen for two months two months is just not long enough to of tell of course you gotta you learn know. more about him yeah i i personally if i i would not ever mind dating a guy with kids i love kids see i wouldn't have started dating with someone with kids that would have been an immediate no for me yeah it would have been like i would have been like it would have been like his meth addiction i would have been like what disney movies do they have can i watch them with them please? yeah i really love disney movies can we watch door of the explorer yeah please i mean if someone i mean if i met someone and i didn't know they had kids i mean i i just don't see how i would ever fall into that situation but you know whatever so you would never you would that's a definite like red flag for you uh kids it, i mean at my i'm still in my 20s it's it's a it's a no for me yeah i okay. just don't need that <laughs> nothing i'm not looking for a man that bad i don't got time for that yeah no um okay (laughs) nope (laughs) this email um is i'm not gonna read the name you know who you are um you're you're young i'm not gonna read your name hi guys uh i'm 14 and a freshman in high school just starting out in high school obviously guys are going to be a big factor in my first year I love that. She's like, so obviously like boys are going to be in my calendar. Um, I've gotten asked out by five guys this year and I've said no to all of them for the simple act of I'm not ready. Good for you. Good for you. I wish I thought that. Uh, But recently this 11th grader named Danny has been sexually harassing me after I said no, feeling me up, touching my inner thigh, grabbing my ass. Danny. And I wish we didn't have Danny on the podcast. Yeah. And it's really uncomfortable. He even tried to make out with me and asked me to go into the restroom with him. But I said no. But he kept trying to pressure me. He hasn't done anything this past week, but I still feel uncomfortable and too embarrassed to tell my teachers about what happened or my parents. I've never been comfortable with talking to my parents about sex at all. I'm not sure what to do, but I heard the advice you gave that other girl who got fingered at school da- the school dance, and I was hoping you would give some, uh, get, do the same for me because I really need it now. Thank you, guys. Love the show. I love this uh, new thing that we have as if you get sexually harassed, please email us. Uh, all joking aside, though, obviously that's not cool. That's I mean, it's not as extreme as getting fingered, but it's still completely inappropriate. You're getting, you're getting touched, and you don't want to be getting touched. Yeah. That's, that's harassment. Not okay. No one's ever going to be okay with that. But if, if you tell somebody, they're going to go, red flag, red flag. You might not think that immediately. Obviously, you knew something was wrong. You wrote us, mm-hmm. and you felt weird about it. But if you tell an adult this, and their reaction isn't like, what's his name? Let's get this figured out then that adult is not a trustworthy adult. Yeah, I think I, lo- I love school so much, but there are a couple of th- terrible things about school. And that is one of them being that sometimes when you feel like you're Boys. supposed to be in a safe environment, you are definitely not in a safe environment. Uh, and even the adults around you are sometimes making poor decisions. So I know there is definitely that fear that you that you tell someone and not only do you not get help, things get worse. Yeah, you have to just fight that fear because this is not this is not OK. It's something that this should not be happening and you have to danny needs to learn that that's not okay now yesterday two days ago a year ago danny needs to learn that think of it that way you need to be able to go to school without someone touching your ass are you fucking kidding me like it's not no i in middle school in middle school no it was high school i think it was like my first year high school i remember this boy bobby I don't want to say his last name. Whatever. Bobby Lee. And, uh... I mean, it sounds like a fake name anyway. It does. George Glass. <laughs> but he was... I, in, I He was really cute. He did jujitsu. Oh and he lived in, a, like, a, a like a couple houses down. He uh-huh. lived, like, a little bit. And I remember he was kind of popular. Popularity was such a big deal in high school, middle school. Oh, my God. And uh, he was kind of popular. And he was really cute. And he did jujitsu. And one day, he IM'd me on AOL Instant Messenger. Oh, my God. Wasn't that so exciting like, when super, the cute boy did I know. that? And the sound effect. You're like, yes. oh, my God. 
Yes. All I cared about in middle school was boys mm-hmm. for the record. And I feel like most girls and boys are that way. The opposite sex or whatever sex they want to fuck. Right. Is what they care about. Right. Anyway. So I remember he asked me, he's like, so you want to go in the woods and make out? And I'm like, oh, um, and I hadn't talked to him. I didn't know he liked me, but he was kind of popular and cute. So I was like, oh, that would really help my social status. Maybe I'm like, um, maybe, um, I don't really. And I didn't stand up for myself and go, nah, I'm not comfortable with that. Sorry. Like, I wish I had the, the ability to recognize a situation and actually have the balls at that time right. to care more about myself than how I would look, how right. I would come off. Is he going to get mad at me for saying no? That's what I remember thinking. Uh-huh. And I, I said no. And he was like, come on, that's lame. But he wanted he literally said can i touch your boob in the woods <laughs> and i was like well okay wait so my mom's gonna make dinner and like, i don't really want to do this but <laughs> and then at 4 30 i could squeeze in a boob touch <laughs> and what would that do for me nothing but that's okay because he would really like it um but yeah so i wish i had the wherewithal to stand up for myself in those situations but i was yeah. so intimidated and oh god i would and and sh- this girl does not like talking to her parents about sex i would never at that age yeah. ever dream of talking to my parents about it's sex. a common thing but the thing is you're not this is this is not a talk about sex this is a talk about harassment those are different different yes. things you're not you didn't say you're going to danny's house to bone danny is touching you and that's completely inappropriate yeah danny needs to get suspended maybe expelled in my opinion um oh danny's oh a God. sexual predator this actually reminds me of a story yeah i feel like this is like we're sitting around a fire in middle school it was ninth grade ninth grade mm-hmm. this guy javon he was he was he lived in my neighborhood he was i i knew him i thought he was fucking awesome uh, or, or so i thought and we were at play dun, practice dun, dun. we were at play rehearsal and i was the fucking lead and i was like yo i'm the shit for the first time in my social career in school i was like i'm the shit right because i have the lead. i mean and nothing better makes than... you cooler than the lead in the theatrical well production. that's what i thought at the time <laughs> i also came first place at the shakespeare philadelphia shakespeare model <laughs> um yeah but i thought i was a shit so the first time i had this confidence right mm-hmm. and then i was in love with this guy named paul like in love he was my first ever kiss we like drooled in the woods for 10 minutes and mm-hmm. then he drooled in the woods with my friend Kristen right after that and i was like that's normal whatever um so yeah so i remember i had my period and i was wearing a pad but it was one of those pads where it was like a diaper Ooh, kind yeah, of yeah yeah because i was young and i was i was like crampy so anyway we we're in the in the orchestra room where we were kind of hanging out oh bad stuff would always happen in the orchestra oh, room dude that's where people change whatever yeah so paul was talking to me and i was like oh my god paul's talking to me i don't even know what i'm gonna do and javon comes down comes behind me and pulls my pants down Ooh. pulls my i was wearing sweatpants and i had yeah. i had underwear on pulls my pants down yeah and this giant pat looked like i had a dick <laughs> it looked like I had a dick Oof. and the wings, but then it was like the blood was leaking and it was oh, in the wings. My and God. It was, oh, and I kind of knew like in my head before that situation, I was like, Oh, I feel like I should change this, but I'm going to wait. And it was the most embarrassing. Oh, that's awful thing. But he didn't get suspended, but he got, actually he might have gotten suspended shit i forget but i remember the director of the play i told him i was crying i was so devastated but yeah at the time i was more devastated i felt violated but also that, yeah, that you- paul saw my period blood yeah and my, paul didn't want to see my, that my pad dick <laughs> <laughs> didn't want paul to see that yet you know and yeah. yeah he got kicked out of the play and then i think he got a uh, in-school suspension for that but like that that is sexual harassment that's fucked up and yeah. what this guy is doing to you is touch it's 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 just as fucked right. up. Right. I mean the don't thing is it. I think well I mean in that instance I think Javon like that was totally fucked up but I don't 
not sure that at that age you even know what you're doing. You just don't know how to act with people. He what Danny is asshole. doing, yeah, he was just being an asshole. What Danny is doing is sexual harassment, downright, yeah, hundred percent sexual cool. harassment. Don't do that. Not cool. Don't do it. Not, no one's okay with that. What What are they teaching the kids in health these days? I don't. Do know. they even teach sexual harassment? I feel I like. I mean, they just give you a. They, give, they give you it's a, literally a like sack of flour and tell you not to break it. Yeah, they're like. <laughs> watch this egg babysit this egg for a week and don't break it and also don't have sex bye it's a really like, okay really, i guess i'll see you later really bad really bad um all right uh this letter is from i'm gonna say it because you don't say not to olga olga hi olga hello olga um that's probably not how you talk i'm just being an asshole. uh i'm 15 years old and i'm a pansexual no i do not like pans does, is that a joke? Like, do you hate frying pans? Was she making a joke? Oh. <laughs> or does she mean she doesn't like other pansexual people? I like griddles, um, not fucking pants. Pansexuality is a sexuality that I don't see much of in media, and celebrities no, never come out as pansexual, just bi, gay, or whatever they identify as. Side note, I'm going to explain what pansexuality is. Uh, pansexuality or omnisexuality is sexual attraction, sexual desire, romantic love, or emotional attraction toward people of any sex or gender identity. Uh, self-identified pansexuals may consider pansexuality a sexual orientation and refer to themselves as gender blind asserting that gender and sex are insignificant or irrelevant in determining whether they will be sexually attracted to others see i've Is never that bi um what's I, the difference between that and bisexuality that's a good question because i think i always this kind of explains how i feel about myself like i, I i've never been sexually attracted to a woman so much that I like would want to date her or do anything to her but I always like to say I don't know maybe the woman of my dreams is out there and I really feel yeah. it in my heart like I don't I'm not completely closed off to the idea if I met someone so I mean maybe that is I'm not sure it, it says pansexuality rejects the gender binary the notion of two genders and indeed of specific sexual orientations well so maybe sexual people are open to relationships with people who do not identify as strictly men or women okay, okay so, so i it's think it's anything you would date someone who's tra- transgender you would date someone who's gender neutral you it's wouldn't just, even think about it's just what a the real open thing i just want to come i don't care who you are it just means i like you for you she likes me for i was me. just gonna say that. Now, because I'm hot like Cindy. So then Olga goes on to write. She said, this makes me feel really alone because none of my friends really understand pansexuality. And although it's similar to being bisexual, I still don't feel comfortable identifying as bisexual. I don't know what to do. And I don't know how to explore my sexuality without knowing anyone at all who is also pansexual. Also, I love your show and started listening since the fourth episode. I think you guys are great. And it's awesome hearing people who like uh, talk. Who like talk and are open like talk. about their experiences with sex, feminism, and experiences. Okay, well, awesome. Thank you. Thanks for writing. I think this is really interesting. And I and I, and while it, it, it you does don't hear feel, the word a lot. Yeah, you don't hear the word a lot. And while it does feel lonely to not have any friends who are pansexual or really understand, um, I think that just me, makes your role and even whether you want to be have this role or not. Like, yeah, it makes your role unique and important. I didn't ask for this power. Yeah, the power chose me. And I think it's wonderful that you wrote us, and I think it's wonderful that you are open about it at such a young age with your friends. Um, and it's kind of a, a wonderful opportunity to enlighten people but i'm not saying you have to start this whole thing where you like, go out and give talks tristan. about it but yeah just like yeah like our guest tristan he really took um his uh transsexuality yeah he he really took that seriously and i think he 
along the way realized what a wonderful opportunity it was to share to educate and enlighten people. and educate people um, and whether or not that's what you want to do on like a huge scale thing for the rest of your life just being a person who is open about who what you are who you are how you feel and what you like I think is that's you're ahead of the game big start you're also ahead of the game from a lot of people and i'm sure if you receive any flack from your peers you're 15 a lot of 15 year olds are dickheads some of them are but like when i was 15 i would cling on to opinions because i heard someone say it and i was like yeah i believe that too Mm -hmm. me too i totally agree so you're gonna have a lot of people give you maybe who give you shit just because Susie in fifth period doesn't think it's cool and she's popular you know what i mean like the, the idea of of popularity in high school it just fucks up the whole social structure of of who you like it's not don't take everything take everything with a grain of salt yeah and you don't have to if you don't feel comfortable identifying as bisexual don't identify as bisexual and honestly it's not you don't have to identify as anything you're just you you're olga you're rocking yourself yo Um, olga you the shit and uh to explore your sexuality i mean i don't think you necessarily have to know someone who is also pansexual um since no, you're so you can you would been to everything but and but if you if that's something that's really important to you you live in a wonderful time where the internet exists and uh, you know i'm not sure if you live in a very small town but if you live in even a smaller city i'm sure that there are groups where you can meet up with certain people again you're a little young so you might have to wait and obviously please be safe yeah don't just be like hey Craigslist. Anybody else here pants? Oh, yeah. yeah you want to meet with I'm me? sure there's groups, organizations, meetings, people that you can correspond with, uh, at least via text, because, you know, you're, you don't really need to be getting it on right now anyway. So just to prepare yourself um, for the growth that will happen in your life. Yeah. And I think it's, it's think it's really, ex- it's, it's like kind of exciting. Yeah. And I'm it's excited a, for you. I'm excited for you too. Yeah. And it's great that you kind of like, well, this is my deal. So yeah, that's what that is. It's so, and it's what a relief to know that about yourself so young. Cause so many people struggle with who they are and what they like. Um, so you're like a Christina said, you're already ahead of the game. Yeah. So let's read this last email. Congratulations. Um, the subject line is need advice. And then the first word is help. <laughs> My 26-year-old husband has a low sex drive, maybe impo- impotence problems, and he tries to please... I was going to say it wrong, but I didn't. <laughs> he tries to please me a few times a week, which is a dif- it, it's difficult. We are super busy, but not too busy. Sex is amazing when we have it, but he's always too tired, too busy, but... When I am not even home for five minutes, he's fucking jerking off and then he can't fuck me because he can only get it up once a day. At what point do I say, fuck you and need the door of our relationship to open? I have needs and I and am all for playing with yourself if your partner is satisfied. But what gives? If the roles were reversed, he would be out having sex with people or he would dump me. What are your thoughts? Love your show. I love everything about this guy and we mesh so well other than this giant problem. Okay, this this is a giant problem, especially uh, because you are such a young couple and you're already married. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, so I mean, with with marriage, well, as already we know it, in. it's kind of like you made you already made this plan. Yo, divorce is expensive as shit. I heard, you're, and you're we're kind of going forward with the mindset of this is going to be forever. forever. <laughs> I love you forever. So that's a lot. So we want to fix this immediately. <laughs> um, God. So uh, so wait. Him jerking off when she leaves, that's fucked up. 
Why why doesn't he want to have a penis in a vagina instead of a penis in his hand? Well, I mean, obviously there's some sort of miscommunication happening. Yes. Whether it's he is not I'm not trying to scare you, but whether he has for some reason uh not sex lost his sexual attraction for you, whether there is some loss of Maybe. connection. I'm not sh- does it say how long they've been married? I'm not no. sure. No, um, it doesn't say long. I mean, the main thing is there's a lack of communication, verbal and sexual happening. In so many problems in relationships can be fixed if people just like talk to each other about it yeah i know but it's like that's that's very easy for for you to say because you're like a talker but like for someone like me that's a that's a really easily statable solution very hard to execute though yes but don't you agree that that's the only way uh, to be like, hey, I mean, for what's something going like on? This, this really makes me upset. And you definitely need to talk about it. But I mean, talking doesn't isn't necessarily going to solve it. Talking because doesn't it might, fix everything. It might just be done. So yeah, but then you have to talk to figure <laughs> oh, yeah, out. If it's yeah, done yeah, so. of course. So, the, the worst thing you can do so. is just be miserable in sit in miserable silence. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just hard. That's going to be bad for everybody. Have you ever gone to bed mad? Uh, yeah, like every rule? night. <laughs> No, that's not what I meant. Like mad at your boyfriend. Yeah, like all the time. <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. But for, I also I'm also very good at sleeping things off though. <laughs> you, I, I thought you were gonna say I'm also very good at sleeping. No, so. I don't. I'm not. I unless I hate my job, I don't like wake up mad. I don't like really, mornings, but I don't. I don't wake up angry. Really? Yeah. No, I don't wake What's up that angry. Like? Great. I mean, when I in my old job, I used to wake up. I would literally. Frank can attest to this. If we ever talked to him, he. I would wake up every day and like clockwork. I would say I hate my life every day when I woke what? up. I why? Why did you hate your life? Because I was very him. Uh, no, 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 no. I would never say that to him. Um, I hate you. And I everything loved, about no, you. I loved him very much. I didn't know he. He. That's the problem. I hated every other part of my life, and he was. He was my so only good. sunshine in my life oh yeah and that's why that's why it was so hard and i would and i would well, wouldn't the i would literally sit at work all day and be like i can't wait to see frank yeah well i mean can that's you also, imagine me being like that it's so crazy i can because i knew that's when i knew you i fucking loved him so much i don't know yeah. i still love him i Do mean you? not in a romantic way but i still yeah it's a big part of your life i don't wish ill on him i wish him nothing but the best that's and i know great. some and i know that's like, progress other people in my oh i always i never wish bad on him i mean i don't want him to be more famous no. than me but <laughs> hope he doesn't get on let's be honest but um <laughs> no he's very talented yeah yeah and you've never said anything about his talent because it's kind of indisputable yeah, like he's, he's, talented he's wonderfully person. talented and um sometimes makes poor choices but so so how can this girl be like hey can you not jerk off on your hand and maybe jerk off in my body i mean i would say there's two ways you can go about it you can address it verbally immediately or you can do something where you set up a really sexy special night you know you get the lingerie he comes home you have <laughs> candles that <laughs> and then if he doesn't take to that there's a real serious problem yeah. lack um, of attraction maybe lack the of attraction, i don't know maybe something's happening in his personal life at his work that he is depressed that he feels like he's not giving enough that he a lot of times I feel like men feel like they are not if they are not the provider if they don't feel masculine anymore that can make them not feel sexual um, oh yeah I mean masculinity is I mean or he's a homosexual <laughs> Or he's gay. Anyway, next. I always go. I always and go, I, I don't know. Like maybe to go I gotta to talk one. about it, or maybe he's gay. I gotta go. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
sorry your husband's gay no your husband's not gay maybe he's I, gay. Mean, I don't think he's gay possibly, i don't think he's gay i don't think this is not one that screams I, your I mean, husband's look. gay because sometimes people <laughs> write of us they're like he really loves boys but and we cuddle and he says he loves me but he never gets hard I mean, sometimes the letters we get are uh, so outlandish. He gay. outlandish it's like uh we were we had gotten a big fight at their share concert and i just he don't gay. know what's happening in our and he even bought me tickets because he's gay He's yeah, but I don't even understand. He loves Eduardo. artisanal food. He gay. He's with his friend Eduardo all the time. He gay they too. Seem to get along really well because they, they both gay. To Madonna and cut off jean shorts in the basement. Because <laughs> they gay. Um, no, I'm just joking around. I mean, I, I, that could be the bar. I don't know. I mean, there's also a lot of questions here. It's like, mm-hmm. has this always been your sex life, or is this a recent change? Yeah, that's a big question. Because if it's a recent change, and it kind of like right. what you're saying, like stress at work, whatever, or, yeah, whatever, and any any problems that are going on in his head that you might not be aware of could right. be bothering that. Because a lot of times when I'm stressed out and stuff, I can't perform. Yeah, because se- when I have sex, I want it it's to a be performance. really good. It is bum, a performance. Bum, bum. Sometimes yeah. I use his dick, and I'm like, am I right, everybody? And he's oh. like. Oh, oh taking me out of it, Christina. Oh boy. And I'm like, yep, sorry, I'm gonna stop. But it is a performance and I wanna feel sexy. Yeah. And if I don't feel sexy, but I still wanna come, that's the beauty of masturbation. Me not feeling sexy was a huge problem at the end of uh, Frank and I's relationship. And he Why didn't you feel sexy? And he because I was very depressed. I wasn't mm, I wasn't that'll do it. Because I wasn't moving forward enough in my career because I was fucking spending too much time with Frank. Mm-hmm. Um and he was doing well in his career but then me not wanting to have sex made him feel like the relationship was failing made me, him feel like i was not attracted to him and it just kind of snowballed into this huge problem so we want to you definitely want to talk about this now now because it's not going to get better it's ain't nobody want to worse s- oh ain't nobody want to snowball a shit right and while you don't owe somebody sex at any point no matter what your relationship is no matter if you've been married for 50 years you never owe anyone sex you certainly in a healthy relationship should be having sex and the partner should be sexually satisfying each other and if you are not you you either need to separate or find a way to make it work uh whether that's only together or opening up the relationship yeah um, i wonder if you would consider that i mean there have been times is that we, there have been times when i've been in a relationship where we have sex a lot and it's great and it's wonderful and then sometimes i'm just like oh, i'm too tired but he i know he really wants to fuck because he hasn't like come in a right. while so i'm like eh, i'll take one for the team yeah i mean and, i think and, it is nice to take I, one for I the don't team want, i don't like half-assing that. anything yeah. but uh he wants it and yeah. he won't care if i'm kind of yeah for a little i mean you should never feel like gross like you're being molested oh no that's danger 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 so if you feel that inside but if you're just like if it's like you're you're just tired and you're like yeah i could do it yeah Yeah, Eh, must muster up the breath It's like, yeah. I'll climb on all fours and do whatever It's just want. like, I, I mean, I normally, yeah, I wouldn't make my husband a sandwich, but you know, every now and then make him a sandwich. Homie wants to eat, man. He's and hungry. And he should make you a sandwich every now oh, and then. Oh, dude, Steven makes the best sandwiches. Yeah. So just, just, it's, it's a give and take. Yeah. It's a give and take. It should be, you should feel like it's be, it's equal. It's a give and take. And that's why I hate relationships. <laughs> Cause you have to do things for other people that you don't want to do. Yeah. I, it's, I don't mind doing things for other people. It's, it's doing things that I don't want to do. Right not i'm like why okay so my what's choice, an example my choice is a do everything i want to do or b <laughs> do half of the stuff i want to do why would i ever choose b <laughs> because being in a relationship is fruitful and it's such a case really, i'm so i'm just so torn um, Brent ain't gonna do what she don't want to do 
Yeah, that's I, really. I, I'm, well, I mean, I, well, what's I, an example of something that you've like? You're like, oh, well, no, nah. uh, like a year and a half ago or so, I made I, I I made a really important change in my life, and it has not, not, not so much to do with relationships, but I just once I got over the initial depression of the Frank breakup, I made a decision that I was only going to do things that I wanted to do, and I don't mean I go into my job. I don't ever Yeah, I don't mean I go into my job. And I'm like, I'm not answering that phone. Like, I don't mean I do that. Yo, fuck you. You got hands. <laughs> but just like in my in my my time, I realized my time was very precious, and like so, if someone invites me out to a birthday party and I feel like I should go. But I don't want to go. I've noticed that. I'm not about you. going. I've noticed that. I'm about not you. going. And it, I cannot. And I have lost a couple friends over it. But I cannot tell you how much my life has better. improved. Yeah, I feel great. As I Charlie feel wonderful. Say, Winning. Yeah. It's like some there was some points when I just didn't want to see people, and I just legit told my friends I was like, listen. I'm just not in the mood to go to a party tonight. I would rather be on my couch and eat this pizza in my pajamas. Yeah, and also the sometimes thing with, that's way more fun than being with people. Yeah, and the <laughs> thing with me is like, like if I don't want to be at a place, you also don't, don't want, want me there because you gonna, gonna hate me real bad, and I'm gonna hate you, and yeah. then you're gonna text me the next day, is everything okay? And I'm be like, fucking didn't realize that I didn't want to be there, and then it's gonna be this yeah, thing. It's like, need, yeah, yeah, don't do things you don't want to do. Let's talk about what we've learned. Yes, this is so. I Christine and I started making a list last night of all the lessons that we kind of learned or just we've learned from doing the podcast from talking to each other but also from being in our 20s yeah because being in your 20s is like oh you gonna don't fuck up a lot being in your 20s is like is a a sandbag to the face yeah yeah or flame like a bag of burning coal and i think it's exacerbated by the fact that we live in new york city well i'm sorry i know it's exacerbated yeah i always forget that because i'm always like why am i so mad it's like everyone's in my way yeah yeah. You know, when you're in New York, when you go to, you're always, this is the thing that, that, that really uh, bothers me about New York. This is one thing, the main thing. You're always in someone's way. Mm-hmm. All that, when you're grocery shopping, when you go to the doctor, when you're on the subway, when you're fucking going to Urban Outfitters because you saw something on sale and you're like, mm, I don't want to buy that. You're yeah. always, someone's always going to be like, give me, give me. And then everyone's angry. It's just, which sometimes it's great to witness filthy. and sometimes it's gross. You never, ha- you never have space. Like you go to your Almost apartment. people jerk off. Yeah, I, I go into my apartment and I was like, this is it. This is where I fucking live. Let me go down the hall one more time. Oh, and then let me turn around and go back down the same floor. <laughs> fucking hall i want to kill myself and then you go to order something on cmis it's like i'm sorry your card has been declining you're like why do i pay a thousand dollars for misery oh why god i got a tiny ass apartment that's leaking and got roaches you i don't have no money outside you walk in you hear the heat's like a thousand degrees yeah you hear something moving you're like is that the dog or is that 18 mice i don't know what it is oh and when the homeless people ran on the subway (sighs) or when you're on the subway and you're like i just want peace and then you're like excuse Excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. Pardon the eruption tonight. And then you're like, I want to kill myself. Or, or like, it's showtime. Show and then you always get kicked in the fucking face. And oh. then sometimes you're like, well, maybe I do want to get kicked in the face so I can leave this experience. Yeah. Yeah. Knock yeah. me out, showtime men. I mean, sometimes I just wish I would get hit, hit by a cab. Number one, forced vacation. <laughs> And to a lot of money. Sometimes I'm like, hit me. I need the money. I just, I just, I, I, it's just. (laughs) What, what is it? If you ever had like a really uncomfortable reaction with, uh, interaction with a homeless person, like really like, yo, I mean, a homeless woman slapped me. (gasps) Oh yeah. But I mean, I was not upset that she slapped me. I was upset that she touched my coat. (laughs) 
how cute was that coat is that the, is that the most pr- privileged white thing i've ever said yeah that is wait did, was she germy was she dirty she was disgusting oh she, she was had, like, like goo the on pigeon her lady from home alone two oh, lost in new york times two a thousand turtle doves. yeah <laughs> And I fucking love that lady. I did because she turned out to be really nice. She had a sweet. I house. don't even like regular people touching, let me, alone homeless people. Let alone people who have not, you know, bathed what? in a considerable amount. Did of I time. tell you this? this Sorry happened. if this doesn't sound okay. I don't care. I don't bathe. It's okay. I'm not offended. Um, <laughs> you I, don't know if I ever told you. This? You go for a while. <laughs> yeah, I go for a while. But I don't stink that bad. No. Um, when Steven's like, ooh, I'm like, ooh, been too long. Ew. Um, yeah. Well, that's love. I don't no, think that's no. ever happened to me. <laughs> I shower like every day. Cause you're clean. No, when I was on the subway one time and it was, it was kind of crowded and there was this homeless guy who's black guy and there was all these people around us. Actually, you know what? I might've been coming back from your place in Harlem. I don't know. Mm-hmm. There's people of every race in the subway and it was kind of crowded, but you could see everybody. And the homeless guy comes up to me and he goes, ooh, a young white woman ain't nothing a black man loves better than a young white woman she was as chris rock all the <laughs> oh no all of the women on the train some were black some were white some were hispanic were looking at me like oh you better fucking say something bitch like you better like they were like because it's so uncomfortable that's so fucking uncomfortable like say something he in kept defense going on of for, women or no he kept going on about how say, he didn't like black women and he only liked white women oh and he was a black man and there were black women around me there were white women there were hispanic women yeah, there was that's not every kind well. of every race like it was it, there's always every race everywhere in new york city because mm-hmm. you kind of forget like oh yeah everyone's different uh and it was the most uncomfortable i think i've ever been in my life because i was like hey shut up it's just okay i got i got it i got, I got what he said I, I heard what harry said can you stop talking please can you stop talking and he's like man a juicy white woman make a black man so happy and i'm like oh my god please stop can you please stop can you please stop talking can you please oh stop talking <laughs> and then i got off at the wrong stop because that's how mortified i was <laughs> what do you what would you do uh, if that happened to you that is so uncomfortable i would just get i'm at the next stop rarely at a loss for words i would just, i wouldn't i don't I try not to interact with people at all because they're crazy and you never know what's gonna happen oh god it was so weird anyway I, I i'm very good at staying silent when people are talking directly to me yeah you are because you're the one who taught me he's like you're like just don't look at them. you can't make eye contact don't make eye contact yeah. and you're free because once you start an interaction it's very hard to get out of it yeah with anybody yeah. with anybody yeah. yeah so okay so we want to talk about some stuff that we learned but also yeah i've i've grown a lot as a person in the past year <clears throat> and i feel like it's thanks to all you guys who listen and you corinne and Thank just you. my brain getting older you know no, i mean? feel like we've learned a lot from each other um yeah one of the things okay so one of the things i've learned especially with the catcalling video right uh for any social issue to progress to make progress and obviously the the mike brown the the, the police officer was not indicted that just happened and that's right. making everybody fucking infuriated right for any social issue and i noticed first of all the internet arguing on the internet is like beating your head up against a wall sometimes it's really a waste of time and i do do it but i can't i do 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 it too because it's like oh no oh no 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 let me point out but it's on facebook so it's people i know and i just aggravate so that's why i feel like i would never do it with strangers well i've done that but um (laughs) it's not good it's just to feed my anger but you have to understand for any social issue to make progress and to get better 
you have to understand where the other side is coming from. The mm-hmm. douchebags that are that are saying this. Because if those douchebags didn't exist, you wouldn't be so fucking angry. Mm-hmm. So I think there's so much value. We've said this a couple of times, like with the catcalling video. I want to know why that catcalling dude thinks that that's okay. Right. Because that's going to help you get to the bottom of it. Instead of just saying, go fuck yourself, I hope you die. Right. Because that's my knee-jerk reaction. Right. Because I'm angry. And, and there's so I'm many things that are involved. Your, your culture, how you grew up, where you grew up, who the kind of people that raised you, the kind of figures that you had in your life. I mean, there's a, a bazillion things that go in to how you act. Oh, yeah. And no one mm. considers that. When they hear what you have to say about an issue and they disagree with it, yeah. that you no one ever takes a step back because they're always in the heat of the moment, which is why internet arguing is a bad idea. Yeah, and I'm not saying like if some guy comes up to you and dick slaps you in the face, you're supposed to be like, but where did he grow up? But like, what happened to him? Like, did it was his yeah. mother present in his yeah. life? Because no, he slapped need, you with his dick. Yeah, we need not, we need not excuse people. <laughs> things because they had a tough child right. like that's some bullshit well yeah you got to get over that but point. you know it's just like if we understand it's easier to explain why something makes you feel bad or why something is considered wrong in your eyes and also it's important yes it's important to understand the other side but you it's also really important to listen to the other side yeah like actually listen and think about what they're saying because they're angry for a reason yeah like if we're angry about the cat calling video we're angry for a reason it's not made up and what yeah. escalated that anger so much was there's so many there was women saying we should be thankful and they're complimenting us and there's and guys saying so- it's not that bad and taking away that experience of like you don't fucking know or also men saying well this happened to me too this is not about you it's not about you step off that pedestal real quick that's not about i know this is hard men not about you not about you it's not about you so Oh my, my name's goodness. it's not about you what's your name it's nice to meet you this isn't about you bye um second thing we learned uh <laughs> race y'all not comfortable Yo. with it yet no nope. <laughs> but the, i have the same feelings about this white people do not know what it's like to get discriminated against and racially profiled almost every day I will not. I will never know what that's like of ever ever not. ever and i think that's an Thank important goodness <laughs> I feel really uncomfortable (laughs) and I don't know where to take this conversation. Who wants to get racially profiled? No one. But the thing is, but it's so easy for white. That's my favorite Chris Rapa. He's like, I'm rich and I'm black and ain't no white person in this room would switch places with me. Uh, I fucking love when he said that. Well, yeah. Uh, Louis C.K. has a bit. He's like, I'm glad I'm white. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be not white. Because people. I'm glad I am who I am in general. I I am a white woman and I wouldn't want to be anyone else. Not because I'm a fucking white woman if i was a black woman i also wouldn't want to be anyone else i would i want to be me <laughs> i do guys i'm just trying to be me i just okay? want to be me uh-huh. right but i think in the kids like the, the first there's so we're gonna have an episode in the future yeah. where we have non-white people on not just black but any i don't know what race well, I mean, we, we don't have know different yet. races but it's just like i feel but like, i want to talk about this it's hard to talk about this yeah as just no it's everybody's hard. white in the room it's hard to talk about and again exactly so then immediately we are we are evil but it's like Oh, we someone said we were open. racist yeah. because we said different ethnicities smell different. Yeah, no, I know. No, we're fucking not. Yeah, they smell different. Sorry. But it's not a bad thing. Everyone jumps to, oh, it's a bad thing. What do you say? No, 
No. I actually told my mom about that because I was very, very much upset me, number one, because I'm so sick of being called racist. And number two, because different ethnicities do smell differently. Yes. And different cultures. You, what you eat. Like, it's yeah, just, it's you know, different. You're absolutely like what you eat. And um, there's a there's a lot of different things. And my mom was like, she's like, no, there's been published articles on this. There's so many things that go into the smell that makes you. And I'm not saying we're not trying to say like, oh, it's you pheromone. smell. It's a pheromone bad. thing. It's a, there's a million things that go into how, how you smell dude and yeah and it does have to do with culture nico Sorry. nico was latina mm-hmm. and he had a different smell yeah. i liked it right. i'm not saying it was bad it's Absolutely. just different yeah and i liked it yeah so. it kind of turned me on a lot yeah and, and i was like talk spanish to me please oh my god i just came and it's just unfortunate that we have this podcast where we can t- talk so openly about all these Ev- things except race but every when time we, we touch on race talk about race when we joke about things everyone gets so sensitive and it's just because this is a huge problem that hasn't been solved and- but i also feel like there's there's a lot of things like how we felt about the catcalling video how when when men would go it's not really that bad they're taking right. away the experience from us knowing that it's bad and it's infuriating oh i never so said I- that yeah and i never said that uh black people or asian people or hispanic people don't go under like don't experience things that of course but that's what but it happens a lot there's a lot of white people either they do (sighs) white people are so fucking weird they either have the white guilt to the max Mm. where they're calling out everybody's the worst with race i will say oh my god just shut the fuck up no one racially profiles you shut the fuck up stop trying to be like it's your struggle like it, it, it for 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 social progress to be made on racial issues it takes every single race to be on the side of social progress right, right. and i think but, my main problem though is that is that is this mentality that we are all the same no we're, there are different, different races and they men are men and women are different and they too. are different and that's okay it's not racist <laughs> it's just true there's no implication of better or worse yeah um women are different than men for yeah. so many reasons oh i can't wait for the emails i will get from that one no i mean but but i do when when people do think that we're being racist that's the only hate mail that we get from in our uh, our gmail is <laughs> racist stuff like if real someone really disagrees if, so, if people disagree with us all the time i like reading it i want to have that it's conversation just such a joke because they're probably fucking emailing us from their iphone in the j crew store it's just <laughs> i mean it's i laugh i laugh i don't know i mean but i like but i want to read it i do if people if someone really thinks that we're being super fucking racist like that person who wrote us and said different races don't smell different that's fucking racist mm-hmm. oh God. i want to read that and i want to know what your opinion is and i want to communicate to you that there's no harm in, in intended in saying that because different people smell different yeah i don't know how that's racist that's like being like bananas and oranges smell exactly the same no, no they, they don't. don't they don't <laughs> smell the same they just don't bananas so. grow on trees orange grows on bushes trees shoes bushes i don't know i don't know just can we move on just forget i fucking said that i don't even know if that's true it's not true fucking you go and pick oranges off of trees too i'm a fucking idiot all right and i can't spell thanks dad thanks dad my dad can't spell for shit we okay. both don't have a very large vocabulary. Wow. Well, We're fucking idiots. Okay. Uh, With good intentions. <laughs> there are many levels of sexuality and they should all be celebrated. Oh, yeah. 
levels we not, of sexuality. Oh, levels. oh, you mean like how like sexual types. a person is? Yeah. So when we had um, we had Lindsay on, Stephen's ex girlfriend, and yes. she was saying she described herself as kind of vanilla, right? And people wrote in and uh, into us, and they're yeah. like, "Thank God you have someone who's like not obs- as obsessed with sex as you guys are." Well, because yeah, we come on with all these uh, dick dick sucking stories, and everyone's just like, "Oh my so god, sucker a dick." Typical Tuesday. They're like, "I gotta pause this podcast right now and go out and suck some dicks." I'm way behind. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not behind. Everyone's you're level of sexuality behind, is totally uh, different. Unless you're getting anally fucked. Oh, oh shit. Oh my god. Or you're fucking someone anally, actually. That's when you would be behind. Anyway. Uh, I'd really fucking anally. I don't know about you, but uh, interests include. The, 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 the point of this con- it's just, uh, it, podcast it, is yeah, we are two very sexual people, but that's not how everybody idea is. The idea is just to be comfortable with where you are it's sexually. Yeah, guys. We're and if you're not fine. a sexual person. If you don't want to have sex, don't fucking have sex. There is another person out there who likes to have sex once a week too and you guys are gonna find each other and, and you guys are gonna, gonna watch great every television show on netflix you're gonna get so much done you're gonna read i actually envy you oh god you're gonna read you're gonna go you're gonna do your laundry on time you are gonna you're go gonna wait three you're gonna months. be on time to movies oh my god you'll be on time to work it's gonna be great your roommates aren't gonna hate you you're gonna have makeup on you'll have more friends your probably clothes will be ironed your vagina will your be kids won't have to up. buy lunch from the lunch line you can make them a sandwich you don't have to buy as many condoms that's just expensive mm-hmm. that's just expensive yo. you are doing well yeah good for you and if you like to fuck well that's great too good for you too we all know how good that is um more people than we thought oh more when we started this podcast and people started emailing us we're like why does everybody feel bad about their choices everyone you guys you feel so bad about yourselves and, I and you too. feel so suffocated i don't think you corinne you are the one of the only people i've ever <laughs> met who genuinely does not feel bad for anything she's done almost <laughs> almost every day i mean i mean and I, you are you I know you're unique right every I didn't realize how unique the you, thing to yeah, me I remember is saying that. every, almost every day since we've started doing this podcast, there is a moment when I stop and go, I cannot believe people lead these suffocated lives. And I they try don't to way. imagine what it must be like to live like that. And I almost get a panic attack. I've lived like that for a long time and I, and it sucked, but you don't know it. You don't know. You right. think that I, when you when you get in your head i should feel bad about this yeah you that's it there's no other voice going no you shouldn't girl pick yourself it's, up or it was hey boy no mind, you're fine mind blowing to me i mean i think this the instance that sticks out most uh from this past year is when we had mark normand on and you Aww. guys were both oh, commiserating on about what how we like care about what people think care what people think and the and the the links that you would go through to please other people you know what and not only did i not understand what you were talking about i couldn't even begin to wrap my mind around it you know and i was so confused you want to get your mind blown real quick sometimes my my actions and my it's not so much recently in the past couple years but it's when i was when i was younger when i was Mm -hmm. in my early 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 20s 1920 i would base what i said and did off of how i think that other person would react so i would say i want them to feel this so i'm gonna say this you, I want them to think this about me, so this is how I'm going to maneuver my it's life. It's almost and like my you choices. have to be like a manipulation genius to even I don't do think that. that. But I'm not trying to manipulate. It's more. It's not a. I want them to want this from me or something. No, it's I more know. of a. I want them to like me because when people don't like you're me, you're manipulating yourself. Almost. Oh, oh my, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. But I get so uncomfortable with the idea of they don't like me. That uh, it's crippling almost. See, it really get, is crippling. I get so uncomfortable with, with the idea of not being able to be myself. Then that goes back to not liking to meet people's parents. Yeah. 
Holy crap. Yeah. But you know, I, I remember, I remember being in middle school and going, okay, I'm not cool. I'm a fucking loser. Mm -hmm. I'm a loser right now. What do I do? See, I've never pulled together Christina. Uh, Well, I was, well, but I I remember I had this bully, this Mm -hmm. one girl who bullied me, Tori Harris. Fuck you. Um, (laughs) She, I remember she would be like, and and back then the insults were dumb, but she's like, Christina, you're so gay. Why are you so gay? Not gay as in homosexual, but like, right. No, you're so gay. Why are you so gay? And then she would go up to my friend, Jackie, and she'd be like, Christina or Jackie, why are you friends with Christina? She's so gay. And then this happened to me in a trip in Canada for my French class. I mean, Canada. Were you? I gay? No. <laughs> just but I asked myself that. I was like, wait, am I fucking gay? Am I fucking? But no, but I believed her. I believed her is my mm-hmm, point. I didn't mm-hmm, have the wherewithal mm-hmm. to go, oh, that's hilarious. You're going to end up being a crack whore who lives with your dad forever. Um, yeah. I, I didn't know that. I didn't. I thought she was right. Mm-hmm. And I... I have the, as you get the beauty of growing older is developing that sense of, I see what this is. It's right. fine. You know what I mean? But yeah, I've always, always felt suffocated by what other people think. of. This me. is so funny because I mean, but I it makes me happy. Yeah. I didn't really get made fun of because I think people realized very quickly that it wasn't going to do anything to me, but I certainly was like definitely an outcast. Uh, but for me, anytime someone would say anything negative about me or, or to me or like trying to make fun of me in my head, I would just think, Ugh, these people just do not get it. <laughs> I cannot wait to leave this Corinne little shitty town. I don't even to live in a, I didn't even live in a small town. I was like, I cannot wait to go to the city and find people that are going to get how awesome I am and we can just be awesome See, together and be rid of these people. I genuinely, I envy that. I envy that. But the other thing I thought about too was pleasing other people makes me happy. Is that weird? Well, I mean, <laughs> it ple- okay, so it's not, it, pleasing other people I don't sacrifice I, my own. Yeah, without life. if you're not as long as you're not sacrificing but I, your own happiness. It's important to me. It's fine. Pleasing other people is important to me. That's fine. If I think they're being genuinely a shithead, then I'm I don't want to please them and I want to tell them right. they're a shithead. But it's very like doing nice things for other people is very important to me. I don't me. like doing. I'm, I'm not like a big like. I mean, I like doing nice things for people I love. And then I also I mean like if I'm in a in a job or something like it's important for me to do a good job more for myself, but also because I want everyone around nice. me to know. Be like, well, what, what a great job I'm doing every time. <laughs> you know, that's, that's <laughs> I think that's normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eh, anyway, oh, shame is made up. Best example of this that I discovered while we were doing the podcast was when we had um audrey on mm-hmm. who had had an abortion mm-hmm. and uh i brought up the example of tony braxton had an abortion right and then she later gave birth to a boy who who ended up having autism and her reaction was god gave my son autism because i had an abortion and then the other example that i compared it to was this other girl who worked at planned parenthood i forget her name i'm really sorry uh and she decided she she got pregnant she wanted to get an abortion she, she decided to film it to, to make it right. an educational experience yeah. two women having the exact same thing happen to them, making the exact same choices with two completely different attitudes. Yeah. Tony Braxton's attitude was probably formed by so many different things in her life that mm-hmm. from the day she was born until that moment where she was like oh god gave my son you know a huge thing is religion which we have talked about as being a huge yeah. suffocator to sex it can be great but it can also be bad i don't i i don't know much about religion honestly i don't know anything about it i've never had religion in my life but i, I would I, say I, though, I like, in our experience I like as far as is its effect on sex is more negative than positive yeah. it's it's because it seems that way because sexuality is all about being free yeah religion is very much a lot of religions are very constrictive yeah. so some aren't but a lot are yeah also if you're feeling shame about anything just know that it's think about why you feel bad about that yeah oh someone said something to you one time yeah you know what i mean like it's it's made up i promise you you can 
go through life feeling horrible about blowing a guy when you were 17 that you didn't really know you, you felt guilty about it for whatever reason but you could also feel really fine about that and okay with yourself unless you were forced yeah, to yeah and I think shame fun. shame kind of is it's it, made up it's, it's in your head it lives in your head not productive if you did something that you're not proud of instead of feeling shame I think you should get to the bottom of why did you do this because it was so funny because I was like you know what I need to fucking break up shame myself because I was just like I I was like there comes a point I just need <laughs> to stop like why like yeah. why do I care so much yeah and so it's more like getting to the bottom of like why do I give a shit why does it affect me so much uh where is that coming from what the fuck yeah you're obsessed like, with figuring out the root of where it came from right but a lot of times when it's another person involved you don't know what's going on in their head right it's a you know a super control issue obviously another thing I learned is um, talk to your boyfriend before you tell the world he likes to get his butthole licked. That's self-explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, oh, learning. To, so everybody has shitty qualities, right? We all have shitty qualities. Certainly. Being aware of your shitty qualities is a really good thing. And I think one of the shitty qualities that I've kind of developed an awareness about was is jealousy mm-hmm. specifically with the porn star ex-girlfriend right that made me feel really insecure and i had reasons for being insecure that it, it it's like how you were saying i gotta break up shame myself and you right. gotta go corinne get it the fuck together right there comes a point where you have to go this is fucking stupid i'm acting like a little baby bitch right stop it and on top of that i kind of feel like it would it just it just it would if anything it would just make steven like less attracted to you exactly because also i'm like being it's this insecure, insecure yeah insecure whiny ing and i like, had the way i felt at the very beginning here. you won yeah exactly it's over stop feeling you know and this is the thing i realized about myself i feel so fucking bad for myself a lot of the times mm-hmm. that's the worst that is the least productive quality yeah in a person a per- you could ever feel it's not it's productive least, it's feeling, unattractive if it's, something bad yeah. happens you should be able to feel bad and heal but when that that's that feeling turns into vic i'm the victim mm-hmm. feed me i'm the victim mm-hmm. feel bad for me i'm the victim that's so bad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it feels good maybe at the time because you want someone's gonna feel bad for me, might as well be me. But don't no, just don't do it. See, I think pick yourself get, up, be it's an interesting. Adult. We deal with this in different different ways, but they have similar effects because it's like I think you feel bad for yourself and I get angry at myself and I'm just like, what did I fuck up? Yeah. Cause I always assume You're like your own hit that I fucked something up. <laughs> yes. But that's not always the case. You never even question, well, what did he do? I know, but I'm just always like, oh, I, f- I fucked something up. I don't know what it is, and I just don't want to fuck it up again. <laughs> Fuck something up. You're like your own boot camp camp trainer. Oh yeah, that's why I'm exhausted all the time. Mental boot camp. So mean to myself. (laughs) That's my favorite. That's one of my. That's why I want your comedy special to be like I hate myself the least. I think that is so fucking funny. Well, it's I hate everyone, but I hate myself the least. I do hate myself the least, but it's just like, I don't know. I, I There's an Alanis Morissette lyric that goes, um, uh, she has uh, something that goes, I'm sorry to myself for treating me worse than I would anybody else. And yeah. I was like, that just resonates with me so much. Oh, yeah. Don't Oof. beat yourself up. Jesus That's Christ. easier said than done. Yeah. Don't we know it? Um, everyone explores their sexuality as a child, and that's okay. Yeah. yeah. If you think you did something weird as a kid, you probably did, but we all did it. And so then if we all did it, it's not really that weird, is it? Right? If we all touched ourselves. Yeah. And I think Alina all- Dunham, the Lena Dunham looking at pebbles in her sister's cooch. <laughs> Do you, can you call it a cooch oh, on a baby? Got, you got pebbles up there. <laughs> no, she just 
opened up her sister's vagina with her like like yeah. just like exploring her sister's body yeah that's everyone not- has done this and a lot of people have done it with if you're a girl you've probably had your girlfriend over yeah. when you were five years old and you're like uh can i and see you what you got going on down touch there your vaginas and that's not you guys are all kids it's not molestation you're all around the same you're exploring age. you're exploring you're curious no one it's like, and when you're a kid nothing yeah. is inappropriate yeah it's like someone nothing is inappropriate you a toy, to you. but not explaining to you how to use it you figure out how to use it on your own Child- yeah children don't have a gauge for social norms and what's appropriate and what's not appropriate and you yeah. develop that later on but everybody has these stories we had a girl write in i forget i didn't print out the email but she was saying how when she was young she would have like she had that sex sexual exploration phase but it was always with her girlfriends right but when you're a little girl you got a lot of friends that are little girls yeah and so she was like am i gay i don't, I don't think i'm gay and then when she would masturbate she would think about girls and then she would watch porn and she would think about women but then she's like i met this guy and he's amazing and i love him and i'm sexually attracted to him that doesn't mean anything like yeah what happened happened and then that's what happened yeah and then there you are you have a great guy that you're it's some marry. maybe some borderline lesbianic stuff happened on to, on the road to being straight but it's just like it just made you who you are yeah and also no one's 100 percent straight or no one's 100 percent gay word dan savage is the shit that's true he just is if he just you, is yeah I, if you don't if you like if you want recommendations for other podcasts to listen to i can make recommendations all day but one of the other recommendations that i would strongly 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 suggest is the savage love cast right and that's something i learned savage. about from you because yeah. um my my mom knew dan who dan savage was my roommate knew christina knew seemingly everyone knew about dan savage but me <laughs> well steven introduced me to dan savage. right and i'm so i feel so grateful um that he is now someone that i know exists on the planet and i think oh, he's, he's his not only gives oh. wonderful advice he's a wonderful kind person and i feel so lucky and that he's we very we're able tell- to sit down with him he's harsh on people yeah i love that so the simon cowell he's very honest dan savage yeah, the savage love cast i we highly love recommend you listen to it wonderful um tampons aren't that scary Karen. yeah no they're not he guys used tampon i learned how to use this tampon it only took yay 28 years <laughs> i think i do it anything 28, yeah <laughs> 29 i don't know uh no one is entitled to your body again word we uh, we talked about that earlier in some of the letters we wrote uh you are in full control of your body you never oh never any, never feel guilty oh anyone you never feel guilty and nothing should be happening to or with your body that you are not 100 percent comfortable with and you it does not make you a prude or uncool to be like stop i agree <laughs> that was so beautifully put <laughs> Oh, this is something that we found interesting. Society doesn't cater to the lust of female sexuality. It caters more to the male sexuality because, and I think, I don't know if this is why, this is my speculation. It's easier. It's easier to have a guy get turned on with an image. Girls need a little bit more context. Right. So, because we were talking about like, when you watch porn, Corinne, do you jerk off to the woman or the man? Uh, a lot of porn doesn't even you don't you barely see the man yeah you see his ball sack go and it's much more important what the woman looks like to me me too yeah but are we brainwashed i don't know i I don't know and also i don't disagree that we are maybe we are brainwashed but also i'm like now we're into this this weird phase in society where we're like really reading way too much into things (laughs) yeah and that might be one of so i'm like i kind of just want the dick to go in the vagina and i don't really want to see anyone's face yeah actually (laughs) i could get off to that just that 
and I don't and the thing with me is like when I'm watching porn I need to watch it for like 10 minutes and then I'm uh, then it's like it's just then it's go time it, I'm just putting the the the, lawn, the hose on the slip and slide you know we just need to get it wet and then I can go just go and then you run and, and you crocodile mile do that shit you gotta you gotta gracefully dive. down the backyard <laughs> I just need a little a little push yeah absolutely but it's so it's it's oh god the way women are sexualized in the media is i mean everyone realizes that this is not an innovative thing that i'm saying but yeah but uh, also and also but the thing is like as a woman i i mean i i want to have sexy ads of myself in times square yeah i mean i would like that too but then I you look at okay it. look at the victoria's secret models mm-hmm. gorgeous fucking chicks right gorgeous sometimes i'm like dude you pick the best looking women in the earth to dangle in front of everybody and now i gotta live up to that shit right i well, don't see i me, feel very differently i'm about not capable this. but then but other times yeah. i'm like they're beautiful it almost like makes me feel potter because i'm like oh i'm a woman too oh yeah you can do that we have work it girl and i'm like very mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I see what I you got a going weird, on a weird view on this because I've never looked at an ad for someone and and thought I need to be more like them. I under I've always understood that they are models and they are actresses and mm. they are models and actresses for a reason. And when and when we do things like when Dove did that, I didn't cam- understand that for a while. When Dove did that campaign where they're like had quote unquote regular women, aka fatties, um, <laughs> they were b- women that are bigger, no. but still their face was no. fucking well, the gorgeous. Thing, the thing for me was it, it was just like oh that's that other what's that campaign who's doing the plus size models and they're all their faces or like, are like not unbelievably things. beautiful like for me it was just it, that honestly made me mad because i'm like well then anyone can be a model and i should be a model too and then, then i got and mad about special. me not being the model right. on the thing <laughs> it's like a mod like your job is to be a model your job is to be like this quote unquote and like we know unattainable thing yeah un- not even unattainable but just like this thing of beauty thing of beauty and perfection aesthetically yeah but doesn't that make you want to be perfect aesthetically no oh not at all i i am who i am i want to be the best person and i realized that yeah that that victoria's secret model is so beautiful but like have you ever heard those most of those models are idiots (laughs) like it's not not all of them them, but also like i mean we've all heard heidi klum talk it's not good no one likes that she's not funny out it's bad it's she's a, well her adorableness kind of kills her hotness yeah, which is weird i and know i, I, feel I hate bad that, that and i feel very bad but it's that. like we all have something i i've just never i've never but then that's a notion of you're just there that. to look good so shut up and look good i guess that is the job description of a model yeah i don't know i think we all just have different purposes and i and i just never yeah. sit around thinking that i should be something else uh, the only thing is like you know sometimes maybe i'm like oh maybe i should go to the, the gym but we should all fucking go to the gym i, I think what be my, the best you you can be my hang up with that is, was always and I, I don't feel this way anymore but it was definitely prominent and mm-hmm. my hang up with that was always like well now the guys are gonna look at that and go well that's what i want you the latest model i want to fucking i want to grow that hot because those girls exist but then you really grow up you realize that's not true because you're you know because how many times have i have i have my ex-boyfriends gone on to date or marry or go to a foreign country with someone who's less good looking than me (laughs) many times yeah and then the girls are like what the fuck yeah so it's not about that what the fuck and does it infuriate me because i'm better looking and i was like what more do i want yes but it's also like if i was good looking if the looks were the most important thing then obviously yeah and then i just then i'm just like questioning my personality and then that's just a whole nother downward spiral that we'll work on <laughs> no, my personality's great. Come on, we're gonna hang out with me. Come on, I'm fucking awesome. Oh, Go God. fuck yourself. Come on, it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh <laughs>
<laughs> oh my gosh uh there are so many different types of vaginas oh <laughs> yeah i saw your vagina yeah christina I see, saw my vagina this there's year there's meaty vaginas mm-hmm. there's not meaty vaginas there's baggy you know there's all kinds right there's all kinds and i think it's don't feel comfortable I, I don't feel uncomfortable with your vagina like i was like like i have a very yeah i have a very meaty outy vagina and people get surgery to get rid of the kind of vagina i have and i had no idea until i was fucking googling something like recently uh-huh. and i was like I have never felt uncomfortable with this. And this is crazy that yeah. people ever have. Yeah. Again, it's a made up thing of like, oh, yeah. I don't like that. So that's not okay. Yeah. You should feel ugly. Yeah. Um, one thing that I learned is that relationships require work. You can't just treat that person like they're another piece of shit in your way. Did you think you that was something nice. that was so I, Whenever I heard that in my life, relationships require a lot of work. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that sounds horrible. That's not a relate. I always equated that to, well, then that's not a relationship because it should be seamless. Right. Um, no. But when you're doing that work and it feels good to put in that work and you feel good about it and you're both, uh, it's it just feels equal, then uh-huh. it's like you're in a pretty good relationship. Because all of my other relationships have ended because it's like yo this work is not worth it but when you work and say there's so many things that entail work but mm-hmm. there's so many things that fall into the category of work for oh, a yeah. relationship yeah but when it feels good to work for it, it even if, if even if you're fighting and even if you're like well let's figure this out if it, it's kind of fun it's good it feels good i've well, never felt that before you know, until i met steven with frank is the first time i actually gave enough of a shit to care to fix it because nor any other time before you're like this is hard when no. it was going bad i would just be like Peace immediately. Peace yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the fade away. It's a thing oh, that happens. That's a thing that happens. Yeah. And it, sorry. So if someone stops texting you, don't let, let number one, don't let them get away with that. Call them on the shit. And then, yeah, move just on. easier said than done. But yeah. But on. also, yeah, just politely be like, hey, what the fuck? Yeah. Don't let people treat you like you're not human because you totally are. Mm-hmm. Social media. It affects how sex and relationships work. Oh, which God. is a huge theme on our show. God, I, I cannot tell you how uh, sorry I am for you guys and how sorry I am for Christina <laughs> and myself that we live that in a Facebook time exists. when we have to date with fucking Facebook, oh. Twitter, and my the unholiest of all things, Instagram, which should be illegal. The only you know what? We should all aspire I to fucking, be... I hate Instagram and I will never delete it. Why? <laughs> And I don't this I don't know because it's like we all know that we're just taking pictures to make other people lust after our yes. lives. There's no reason that you're gonna take a photo of yourself no other one than to see these photos. Hey, look how hot and cool I am. Look how hot I am. Look how funny and look how in a relationship. Look how great I am. I am. Look how great look I am. Look at my name on the billboard. Look it's at this all gig that. I got. Look at this full audience I'm performing for. We should aspire of. to be as great as our online personas. Yeah. Okay. But be as great in real life. <sighs> You know what I mean? Like, actually be good. I aspire... People, it's so easy to paint a perfect picture of yourself on oh, social yeah. media. It's way too easy. That's so evil. And Mark Zuckerberg fucking knew it. And he was like... <laughs> I just aspire to be Suckers. someone who's cool enough, who doesn't have to have social media, and you still fucking remember me. Um, oh, shit. Jesus Christ. Uh, what else is there? Um, oh. I'm- oh, go ahead. Yeah, No, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, going back to the social issue thing and mm-hmm. about understanding the other side... 
educate yourself on things that are happening in the world. That's something that I learned mm-hmm. from this podcast because we started saying things with Oh god, I started un- using an uninformed news and stuff. An yeah. uninformed opinion is a very dangerous thing yeah. because it could catch fire and everyone go is on board, but it turns out that you didn't get the facts straight. Educate yourself. The the, the Mike Brown verdict came right. out this week. Right. What I did this uh, when that came out is I read they, they actually they released the court evidence. I wanted to read that. I wanted mm-hmm. to read everything i wanted to read the positive and the negatives to every educate yourself obviously you have to know that this, the source that you're educating yourself has to be somewhat legit yeah so if it's like fuckedupnews.com probably not legit but uh, just educate yourself on the world around you i think it's everyone's duty as a citizen to be informed yeah and if not just shut the fuck up please yeah if you're not yeah please yeah. Stop a lot of bitching. times like i'm not a big i'm not big into the news but i so that i just shut the fuck but up if i'm gonna comment on it like i'm I gonna be edu- say i'm gonna anything no. about ferguson because i was like i just don't know enough to possibly make it have make an, an intelligent opinion, opinion. and then there's yeah. no need and once i do whatever um and then i mean lastly for me on a very uh personal selfish level which is the only level that i really work on right uh you know as we've said a bazillion times before um the one of the main reasons for me that i did this podcast uh was um to kind of go back and figure out what I was doing wrong after the uh, tragedy breakup that was Frank and I. And uh, I, my goal was to kind of like get over this. And Mm -hmm. I'm so happy that it worked, guys. Like I, you you have well wishes. I am officially over the breakup. I was able to look at pictures of him and his new girlfriend, feel happiness for them and to recognize that they work better as um as a couple than we ever would have mm-hmm. so i'm happy for myself it's that very I exciting am free from news. that happy for them that they found each other and happy for frank because he deserves happiness um and i wasn't giving that to him and just to know that you're not making someone happy and that's okay you don't have to feel bad you're not going to make everyone happy and you, you don't need to and if you are yeah. you're being you, it's too much you're putting too much on yourself and you're you're not being right. true to yourself. Um, that being said, um, part of this uh, getting over this did come with like this replacement feeling of being faded away by someone else that I really liked. And I feel very like torn about that because I, I really was my hope was to really get over it without using another man. Right. And I just don't know. Uh, so it's almost like, like we're back yesterday. to one. <laughs> Back to distracting one. yourself from with another person to help to help heal the pain from the past just makes time go by quicker and easier yeah i know and it's been That's almost all three is. years and i feel my and my acupuncturist even said the same thing to me she was just like the only thing that's going to truly get, make you get over this besides time is when you meet another person Wait. and i f- was fighting so hard against this idea and i was and i did like, and i was like i am strong enough to get over this without another person and i it's it so closely almost worked i almost got over it completely by myself with mm-hmm. the podcast with the art with but that's the stand okay up that with that, friends that helped it it's like okay it my mom fucking pisses me off my though. mom my mom uh maybe she needs some more hop she has some hobbies but she needs a little more she mm-hmm. spends her time she has a lot of free time when she's not at the doctor's appointments <laughs> she has a lot and taking care of her elderly grandfather right she has a lot of free time and she's on the internet and she 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 looks at stuff and she thinks and she's just sitting there and she just makes these conclusions at, from her head and uh-huh. kind of make shit up in her brain. She'll see people's social media and she'll assume things because she has the time to do it. Right. But be, getting getting over somebody by getting involved with somebody else makes that time not. You just 
just it just makes it speed by. So by the time, even if you and that guy who did the fade away to you, it right. doesn't work out. But then you look back and you go, oh, I'm okay with the Frank thing. And that's really exciting. Right. And the thing you would have like, gotten there, but it's just more pleasant when you're a little distracted. Well, the thing is that, you know, it's like everyone, you know, the thing is everyone comes into your life for a reason. Like, yeah, it sucks to get the fade away. But maybe the reason this fade away person came into my life was just because like that was the final hump to get over yeah. Frank. And you know, yeah. and I don't know that. Um, and then also like for, I, for how do you sexually like, do you, how do you feel like this podcast has affects have, has affected your sex life, sex life or your sexuality, your sex drive? Uh, it's open. I've, I've definitely had my eyes open to different types of sexualities. Uh-huh. I feel more aware sometimes when, <laughs> I mean, sometimes when I'm having sex, I'm like, Oh shit, should I talk about this on the podcast? Or right. It's a little real? distracting. Good. Yeah. So I had to, it was, it it took a second for me to stop thinking about that. Cause yeah. I'm so self-aware yeah, and like aware of everything. Self-aware. Yeah. And just, yeah. and so for, there was a, like a month or two period where I couldn't lose myself in sex. Mm-hmm. And then I actually realized that this whole time, my whole sexual career, I was never losing myself in sex. Mm-hmm. So what happened was this 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 realization probably like three months maybe two or three months into the podcast uh where i was like oh you don't lose yourself in sex because you were talking about how sex is the one time when you're like you don't think about anything else you're just like fuck it that's why i love it it's so i've never i've realized because i'm I'm a people pleaser and i always care what people think i've never fully lost myself and when you lose that like animalistic like the only time i'm in the moment that yeah yeah, that lustful sex Mm -hmm. is Oh my God. I actually enjoy sex so much better now that I know that it's okay to just let go. And this is so interesting um, because I enjoy sex so much less (laughs) and I've had way less of it. And I feel like in, in overly opening up, I have become... (laughs) more closed off than ever i feel like I've, I've progressed with emotions and definitely done some things and told people things and, and expressed feelings in romantic relationships that i never would have done and definitely have you to thank for that christina uh, for helping to open up and and just being you're such a free talker um oh, yeah. and communicator um and uh i don't know i feel like just this podcast has maybe changed my mind on like maybe wanting something a little bit less like a le- little bit of a less crazy life and something at least for now a little bit more monogamous a boyfriend someone yeah. so just someone because i feel like i really just need i'm a really private person which you would not know at all right. from this podcast right. uh, but i really am and uh someone to kind of share private things Things, yeah with and really connect with someone because i'm just not sure i my first boyfriend i really connected with um as a friend but i just need i feel like i need to connect with someone as deeply sexually and as a and as a human friend yeah and you know yeah so hopefully that'll happen and hotgoths.com yeah oh god if anyone out there is goth please email but me. they don't act goth you said don't yeah don't act depressed because i act depressed why well, i am depressed but um if you like look like marilyn manson or like you have like long black hair or something like that i'd really like <laughs> tattoos i'd really like to hear from you in conclusion Thanks, guys. Thank you so much. This is the last. This is oh, not the last episode. No, this, we're no. We're <laughs> Everyone just very, had a panic attack. No, no, no. We're so excited to make the podcast even better and bigger and brighter and yeah, gayer. And you guys know, um, yeah, not sentimental or emotional, but I, I just a sincere thank you. Uh, this podcast has 
has exceeded my expectations for yeah. what I, I wanted to achieve and do. And, and I, and I know Christina as well in just oh, yeah. ways that I never thought possible. Uh, and we cannot thank you enough. Yeah. So, uh, thank you. And, uh, December 20th, if you're in Pennsylvania, <laughs> Montgomery theater, I'm headlining and Corinne is going to be there. $15 tickets. We'll have oh, the yeah. link up on the episode, on the, on the description for this podcast on SoundCloud. You uh, have Nacho Bitches. Nacho Bitches is tonight. Um, it's, uh, Black Friday, 10 PM at New York comedy club. If you're in the city for any reason uh, Fuck shopping yeah have a laugh the code is nacho you can get five dollar tickets uh and we have michael che uh headline again which oh, is nice. awesome so we'd absolutely we love on. to see you there yeah totally all right thank you so much it's been a great year bye you can't run from my love.